Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato, and this is Preview Day at the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts, and this week it's the last sprint round of the season, and a mixed weather forecast of high heat, then rain, and then chilly temperatures means teams are at risk of getting it all wrong with setup in the single practice session on Friday. Could that prompt a repeat of last year's race, when George Russell won both the sprint and the Grand Prix for Mercedes on an off weekend for Max Verstappen and Red Bull Racing? Meanwhile, all this week since Mexico, the story has been of a big rumour in Formula 1. But no one's really sure what the rumour is about. Some have speculated publicly that it could be about Fernando Alonso planning to leave Aston Martin for Red Bull Racing, but the two-time champion had some very stern words about the story for reporters on Thursday. To wrap up, a drizzly day at the Interlagos paddock, including some rule changes the FIA hopes will avoid chaos in qualifying, let's hear now from your host at her home Grand Prix, Julianne Serasoli. Hello everyone from a rather chilly Thursday in Interlagos and Sao Paulo being Sao Paulo. If you're listening to this on Friday, it's very likely it's going to be boiling hot, but I'll get to that later on. We've seen lots of mentions to local hero Ayrton Senna in this first day of activities here in Brazil, even from drivers who were born after he passed away and many drivers talking about having a good result knowing Interlagos is always a good place for a surprise. It's my home race, for those who don't know, so many in the paddock were asking me how come traffic wasn't as bad as it usually is in Sao Paulo. It's because it's a public holiday, a national holiday this Thursday. It's our Day of the Dead. So a lot of people who live in Sao Paulo, they usually, if there's a holiday on Thursday, they go to the beach, they get away and they only come back on Sunday. So probably traffic-wise, it's going to be a good Grand Prix uh, for everybody involved in the Grand Prix, the fans and also F1 people who are always used to be stuck in traffic, usually on Thursday and Friday, but not this year. And being our Day of the Dead is very different from in Mexico. In Mexico, it's all those colors. It's a huge festival. It's a party. And in Brazil, no, it's a very sad day. You uh, Usually families, they go to the cemetery and they pay their respect. It's not a party at all. And part of the belief of this Day of the Dead for us is that it's going to be an outcast kind of day. It's going to be a bit cold. It's going to be uh, rainy. It, it didn't rain this Thursday, but it was really outcast. So that's why we do have the belief that on Friday it's going to be completely different. Actually, it's what the forecast also says. So this holiday has an impact 
on the weather. It's never sunny on what we call Finados Day and it will change. It will be very hot for FP1 and there's a, a big chance of rain for qualifying. So exactly how it was last year. And the result uh, last year was that some teams were getting it wrong with setup because it never got as hot for the rest of the weekend. And again, this is the scenario that we could have this weekend. And Red Bull remembers it very well. It was, I think, their worst weekend of the whole year last year. Of course, Mercedes had a, the one too. And Red Bull were nowhere. They're kind of level. Of course, nowhere for them, like third place, fourth place. But... Uh, of course, they're going to be paying a lot of attention to this FP1 session so they cannot get it wrong again. Another driver who remembers very well what happened last year was Kevin Magnussen, who was on pole position last year. But we didn't get to hear anything from him because he wasn't in the paddock this Thursday. He had a canceled flight, but he's going to make it before FP1. And having a sprint with this uncertainty about the weather in a track where track setup is always very difficult because you have sectors one and three with a lot of straight line and then you have sector two with a lot of corners. So it's a weird mix for the engineers to set up the car. Always the drivers, they say that it's a track where any small mistake costs a lot. So that means that for some drivers it's a worry, for other drivers it's an opportunity. And Fernando Alonso, who spent a lot of time fighting for the last positions in Mexico, was talking about a top five for Aston Martin if everything goes right. For their car, it means putting the right parts in the car because they've been having some problems with their upgrades they put in the car in Austin. Some people in the paddock calling it downgrades harsh isn't it but what he was saying today is that they have no choice they have to commit to one setup for the car one configuration in terms of parts as well and then go all the way Alonso's press conference was very full it was a pretty much a full house because of the wild rumors about him retiring or joining rebel which is even worse so he took a dig on people who were spreading those rumors he didn't name any names but he said okay you guys you are in this room you are professionals you have your accreditation you you have responsibility and you don't share these things but a lot of people sharing all these wild stories there will be consequences for them because they are doing that to self-promote they're doing that for a laugh and it, there will be consequences. He said that and then he didn't want to elaborate which consequences that those would be, but he wasn't happy at all. I thought he would be making jokes about it and stuff, but he wasn't. He was with a very serious tone. Someone who did joke with me was one of the rebel bosses. I'm not going to name names. He said that they cannot make enough cars if they have Max and Fernando in the same team meaning they would crash all the time. Talking about Max, he was in very good spirit after visiting his father-in-law, Nelson Piquet, in Brasilia. He said he ate loads of beans, mainly. He ate all the time. It's a little bit fat for this Grand Prix. And he said he 
enjoys what he enjoys the most about the Brazilian culture is that the family is always together and having big meals together and he enjoys being a part of this big family and the PKs are a huge huge family anyway because Nelson had seven children another driver who always speaks very highly of Brazil is of course Lewis Hamilton because he is a Brazilian citizen after all uh, he was given this title And he was saying, oh, I want to learn Portuguese. Probably I need a Brazilian girlfriend to learn Portuguese really quickly. And the girls here in Brazil are all in love with Mr. Lewis Hamilton. Not Mr. Sir Lewis Hamilton. He arrived at the track wearing a jacket with Senna's face on it and said he was planning to come back here after the season. He said he would go to Rio and other four destinations. Of course, he didn't want to get into too much detail. But funnily enough, Max said the same. Actually, Max always comes with his girlfriend, Kelly, in the end of the year. He said he will spend some time in Brazil during the winter. So who knows? It's a big country, but maybe they could bump into each other. That would be so funny. Another big Senna fan on the grid is Charles Leclerc, who's very young to be a Senna fan, but his father used to show him uh, Senna's races. So that's how he got into the driver. And he has paid a, a visit to Senna Institute. He was received by his family and his press officer was telling me that his eyes were shining. He was loving it, absolutely loving the visit. He loves Interlagos as well. He, he's never been on the podium in Interlagos, but he used to always choose Interlagos when he was playing on his PlayStation. So let's see if that pays off now this weekend. An unexpected Senna fan was Tsunoda. He spoke at length about how important the Brazilian driver still is in Japan, how every Japanese driver gets to hear all the stories about Senna growing up. Of course, Senna won his three titles in Suzuka. But what about the track action? So the FIA has issued a ban on drivers who are stopping in the fast lane of the pit lane, the end of the pit lane during qualifying in order to get a gap to the driver who is in front. So in the this weekend's event note, that it says that as per Article 33.5 of the Formula One Sporting Regulations, drivers are not allowed to go unnecessarily slow, and that includes stopping a car in the fast lane of the pit lane. So drivers may create a gap between the pit exit lights and the safety car two line, remembering that Here in Interlagos, it's a huge line out of the pits, so they are very worried about that. So any driver who wishes to create this gap must do so uh, by driving as far to the left as possible to allow other drivers to pass them on the right side of the pit exit road. So that is to prevent a traffic jam in the, the end of the pit lane. So let's watch out for that and let's watch out as well for the temperatures, as I mentioned before. The whole weekend should be around 20 degrees, but this Friday temperatures should get up to 30 degrees, especially when FP1 is happening. So it's very similar to what we had uh, last year with a big chance of rain in the end of the, the afternoon when we are doing the qualifying. So that's a Sao Paulo in a nutshell for you. We joke that here is a city with four seasons in one day, although for Brazilians, 
70 degrees is classified as winter. So I don't know many of you listening to it, you might not classify it as winter at all. You can carry a, an umbrella with you all the time just in case because Sao Paulo's nickname is the land of the drizzle and that is for a reason. So when it gets warm, the drizzle becomes a huge storm and we've seen that so many times in Interlagos and might see this again this Friday. After the work day here, I'll do something I haven't done in years, actually. I will go to a churrascaria, actually. Um, Williams are inviting me and other broadcasters to go to a churrascaria. How come I haven't been in a while? Because I, I'm not a big fan of meat, even being Brazilian. Uh, I might say that. I won't say that out loud because I might be stripped off my passport. But anyway... It would be rude to say no to William's invitation. So I enjoy a nice barbecue and a few caipirinhas. And I'll tell you all about in tomorrow's episode. Bye-bye. Thanks very much to Julianne, who's in Brazil all this weekend, bringing us the latest from the Interlagos paddock. Make sure you don't miss an update from the Sao Paulo Grand Prix by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts and you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Julianne on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast. <laughs>